Planet Earth, Michael Litton, the last DJ on Ride the Vibe, playing what he wants to play, saying what he wants to play, and just totally fired up and stoked to have, I got to do it, uh, ladies first, with Emily Selleck and Ian Michael Brew. So uh, <laughs> they are in the DRS Atlanta studios here in Roswell, Georgia. And for all you fans of Bumpin' the Mango and for new, soon to be new fans of Back Road to Brooklyn, your duo, which we're going to talk about, this is the way we roll this uh, CD listing party. We encourage the listeners to sit back in the comfort of an environment of their choosing, even if it's on a raft out on the, on the water, and have a beverage of their choice. And in the studio, we are featuring some tasty stuff from my dear friend Phil Wall at Kale Me Crazy. And Emily and Ian have Tropical Trippin' a smoothie <laughs> that has mango in it. Had to have some mango in Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know, bumping the mango, we had to have some mango in it. And then Waheed is featuring the glow, which has got some cool stuff in it. And I've got, and I thought this was appropriate, I'm drinking a juice, a pear, a dice. It's got a uh, pear and pineapple and spinach and, and ginger in it. So I want a big shout out to my friend Phil Wall, Kale Me Crazy. Two locations, one in Roswell, Georgia for y'all. And one, the brand new one in Alpharetta, right off of Canton Street, 50 Canton Street, right next to my stir fry. So check out one of those two locations. And here's a health tip for you. I, I watch all these people out there running and they're biking and they're doing all this stuff. For y'all, um, fitness is and wellness and health is 80% nutrition. So go to Kale Me Crazy, focus on that, and maybe spend a little less time agonizing over your running and jogging. So uh, cool to have you cats in the studio. And you are going, speaking of Roswell, you guys are going to be bumping the mango. Mm -hmm. It's going to be in Roswell next Friday, October 11th at our venerable new Music on the Hill venue, which is really, really sacred. It's set in the face of War Memorial Park. It's a beautiful venue in the trees there in Roswell. And uh, yeah. we are just so excited to have you guys. We're excited to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. It'll be from 7 to 9. 7 to 9. Two-hour show. Yeah. So, yeah. We just did it uh, last week, the Alive at Five Roswell. And rocked it. And killed it. Mm. Yeah. We had a big crowd there. And I, yeah. so I think it's going to be a really big crowd on Music on the Hill after that. Yeah. And this is the last one, Ian. Uh, yes. Of the season. Yes. And it'll be our eighth. We've had two. We had two last year. And then this will be the uh, fifth, sixth this year, the final one for the season. Yeah. So we're really fired up to have you. You bring your own beverage. So bring some Kale Me Crazy for those of you that are so inclined or yeah. bring an alcoholic beverage and they do uh, sell beer and wine and this all sorts of stuff. This is a pretty tasty there. beverage, man. I might have to grab me one of these. Sure. When you come into when town, come Kale, into town, town yeah, for Kale sure. Me Crazy. Kale Me Crazy. Thank you for this. Oh, you are more than welcome. <laughs> well, thank uh, Phil Wall and, the t and uh, Elizabeth Ooh. Ann. The manager there who uh, graciously hooked me up with this stuff. So all the songs we're going to put. So the way we roll this, we got the beverages going 
and we're going to play music off your EP that was released June 1st in 2018, mm -hmm. self-titled, Bumping the Mango. Mm -hmm. We're going to play music, but we're not playing uh, the music in its entirety, y'all, because we want you to go out, or I want you to, and Ian and uh, Emily want you to go out and buy the music That's right. and download it or however you get your music. Yep. And then come out and see them at different places. Music on the Hill. And you guys are going to also, you've got a new gig as a duo that you're playing. Uh, um, on Friday nights at a place called Bobby G's in Alpharetta. It's okay. off Alpharetta Highway. Yep. Um, it's a really cool Chicago eatery sports bar. Love it. And we've kind of already started to develop a little following over there too. Yeah. Rocking it out over there. And we're having a great time. Just so. as the duo. Just the duo. Yeah. yeah. We, we use some tracks and yeah. um, we just sing our hearts out and have a blast. And people sit there and eat and then they end up, some people end up dancing, really. It's I a little sports, it. sports bar, but yeah. I mean, people get up and move a little bit. And it's you got a routine gig that's going to be uh, Friday nights? Every Friday night, yes. I love mm -hmm. that. Excellent. Yeah. Seven to ten. Cool. And then you've got a gig coming up at uh, so Candler Park Candler is this Park, Sunday, yeah. October sixth, um, yeah. and it's we've we've done it. This will be our third year, wow. um, and we've closed the show each time. So we're closing it again this year. Yeah, and I think we're playing from eight to nine. Yeah, and it's going to be a blast. I mean, it's you know Candler Park Festival, and they have all kinds of fun stuff going on all day. They have yeah. live music all day long, and yeah. I think they had balloon rides last year, which was really oh, wow. cool. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so just come on out and yeah. and hang out with us and. Listen to some good music and eat some good food and I love it. Hang and get a drink. <laughs> have some Kale Me not? Crazy. You can have Kale Me Crazy. Yeah. B Y O S. Bring yeah. your own smoothie. You know? Bring your own smoothie. I like, I like thank it. Thank you, Emily. Very oh. good. Very clever. Oh, thank you. She's good with that. She'll come with those all day. <laughs> good. That'll help me out. That's good. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, so how does a Brooklyn boy from uh, Coney Island meet a girl from uh, South Florida, rural Florida, no, rural North Florida? Correct. Rural yes. North Florida and yeah. then form back road to uh, Brooklyn. Talk about talk about that, y'all. Man, um, so um, I first um, we first met each other at one of my gigs. Um, her aunt is is a avid fan of Bump of the Mango, okay. so she would come in yeah. and see us all the time. And then one day she uh, texted me and said, "Hey, you know my niece is going to be playing in this band, the Atlanta Showstoppers, yeah. right?" And yeah. she said, "Do you know who they are?" And I said, "Yeah, I play with them." <laughs> and so, um, as a matter of fact, and so she she said, "Okay, cool." So she brought her out to one of my gigs to see Bump in the Mango, and that's yeah. the very first time we met. Um, that was at Tannery Row. We played over there several yeah. times. We actually did New Year's Eve there last year. Yeah. Um, so we met for the first time there. She heard me sing. And, yeah. And I, we caught eyes and, you know, it was, yeah. was kind of cool. <laughs> the rest and, was history. Yeah, right. I love that. So was it, but, the I, I'm fascinated by these love stories. Was it so the proverbial I mean, kind of love at first sight? or? Well, it was, is it, I mean, I was actually seeing somebody at the time, but yeah. it wasn't working out. <laughs> ah, yeah, and I yeah. knew that. And, um, but we, you know, we connected music wise because yeah. she, you know, she loves the same kind of music that I do. And, yeah. I think that was it for me. I heard him sing and I was yeah. like, wait a second. Like, so it was the music first. I think oh, yeah. so. Yeah. That was what sparked my interest, yeah. at least, um, yeah. right. hearing his voice and, yeah. and me just thinking, I feel like he's like the male version like of what I want wow. to be, you know, and wow. I just was right. like, I can't wait for us to sing together. I just yeah. knew kind of instantly for that part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we communicated for a little bit um, afterwards and um, subsequently my relationship ended with this other person. Yeah. And, and so um, one we door actually, closing and, and yeah. And we ended up actually, you know, the band she plays with Atlanta Showstoppers, yeah. they called me up to play on this one gig that was out of town with them. And so we ended up getting to go on a, a gig together uh, and um, just, you know, got to sing together and, and perform together. And, and then we kind of realized, wow, I'd never heard her sing until then. And so yeah. I was like, wow, I love her voice. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Our, our tones match really well and yeah. they blend together. And, 
And so that's kind of... Oh, my gosh, I'm getting chills, y'all. <laughs> Stop it. Warm fuzzies. Uh, well, maybe the, uh, par- it may be the paradise. I don't know. Yeah, it, could yeah. be. it is paradise. It could, though, right? it could be. That's fantastic. Well, what do you think? What do you, uh, how about uh, With You, Here, I'm Found? That seems like a, an appropriate song to lead with since... Sure. So uh, let's play a little let's bit of that, it. and then we'll come back and chit-chat. So you guys, we're on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, got Ian Michael Brew and Emily Selleck. In the studio, DRS Atlanta. And we're going to hear a little music. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ride the Vibe, Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play. And in this case, totally fired up to be playing some Bumpin' the Mango off the new self-titled EP, Bumpin' the Mango. And just on break, we were talking about, you know, what they do uh, kind of in their day jobs, if they have day jobs. And Emily was sharing a fascinating uh, story about what she just landed. So I'd love to have you flush that out a little bit, Emily, if you would. Yeah. So um, I'm actually going to start teaching private voice at Music and Arts in the Johns Creek location. Nice. Um, they're owned by a guitar center. Um, it's a very big, that that region or that store is actually the largest in the region, I believe, oh, wow. as far as students go. I think yeah. I heard like upwards of 700 oh, students that gosh. run through. Yeah. Too cool. So um, I'll be teaching on Thursdays only, yeah. but yeah. I'm currently in the process of building my studio. Yeah. So if you or I anyone you know, looking for voice that. lessons, yeah. Yeah. So and I how just, did And then how did you get your start? You're in uh, oh, North North Florida. <laughs> yes. How, how'd that come um, about? You have parents, relatives? My whole family is artistic. My mom is a writer. Yeah. Um, my grandmother was a singer, musical theater performer. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, it was just in my blood, I feel yeah. like. And I've been singing. I sang in church, grew up singing in church. Church. Church is such a common denominator, all the 
guests. Yeah. Are, a lot of the guests I talk that to. That tends to happen, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I actually heard this this vocal group, um, this 16-member acapella group yeah. uh, perform. This was when I was still in high school and I was like, I want to be in that. And that wow. was the Voices of Lee at Lee University. Oh, um, so I ended up going to college and I got to be in that group and yeah, traveled yeah. all throughout college. It was so amazing. Got to go so many really cool places. Um, yeah. And so, Lee's a school in? Cleveland, Tennessee. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So actually not too far from us. Um, yeah, right. You know, I can just hop up the road to Chattanooga and keep yeah. on going, you know. And you stay in touch with them still? Do they have you come back to as a matter of fact, talk as an alumni, that kind of thing? <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> we funny. actually just, I took him with me. It was really fun. Just oh. went to the 25th anniversary oh, no of way. Voices of Lee. Yeah, so it was, I think, two weekends ago. Yes. Um, How many came? How many were there? I want to say probably around 200 wow. people, so something for, like that. So all the way back, Alumni, 25 years, all the way anyone back, that had been years. in there. Yes, correct. Oh, how cool was that? Yes. It was So awesome. we were all up on and the then stage you guys, together oh, singing. And you broke out in acapella song? Oh, yeah, we had a whole concert. Um, oh, no way. For who? For... Uh, <laughs> For the guests, I mean, all the all the alumni family, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, right. sure, um, okay. You know, yeah. everybody was out there, and, and wow. I mean, we, they had a dinner the night before the performance, and they yeah. did a bunch of stuff at the dinner, which was fantastic. Wow. I mean, it was now incredible. Did you you didn't get to get I up didn't sing. Stay, yeah, I just right, okay. got to be in the audience, which is really he, cool, actually. Yeah. He <laughs> right. didn't get to be kind of a first. <laughs> it's nice. I don't get to do that very often. <laughs> right, right, I'm, right. I'm always having to be on stage, so it was actually but nice. But I do have to add, everyone who met him was like, oh, my God, I've seen all your videos. You're amazing. Uh, like, they all knew him singing. So I'm like, I'm also here. Here, but good to Don't see forget you guys. about me. <laughs> All right, but I know, but I'm like, yes, he is he's amazing. The he's the reason he, I'm the reason he's here. <laughs> right, but yeah, I love wow. that. I love that they knew him. Now, still. how many of so. those 200, how many other couples had a hmm. spouse or a significant other that was also a musician, singer? Well, actually, um, so they ended up making a rule um, about not dating in the group, yeah, which right, makes sense, right? right? Of course. But people broke that rule. Ah, so a okay. lot of people are are actually married to like another Voices okay. member. Okay. Um, but how about outside, outside of that, right? Um, I'm not really sure. It'd be hard to tell. Yeah, it'd be but hard not to tell. a lot or a lot. And I guess where I'm going with this is, yeah. you know, are you you guys unique? Do you think as a musician coupleship? I, I think so. Um, I mean, yeah. I've had m- relationships in the past. I've really never dated anyone that's been musically inclined. Yeah. And so um, it's it's really, I've kind of always wanted that. Yeah, yeah. I it's never think. really worked out. And, right, and, and, right. and now it did. And it's um, it's really special because, like I said earlier, yeah. that our voices just seem to blend yeah. so well together when we sing. And we, we love the and same no kind ego of com- I'm reading Joni Mitchell's yeah. autobiography. Uh, or not, yeah, it's uh, whatever you uh, Reckless Daughter, mm. um, not oh. written by her, but about her. And it's fascinating. Right. You know, of course, the relationship she was in over the years, but a yeah. lot of them didn't work out. But uh, right. hey, we're yeah. going to take a short break to support our sponsors, but we're going to be right back having just a fascinating conversation, drinking some Kaomi Crazy smoothies. We've got some uh, tropical trick tripping with some mango in it. Only appropriate for bumping the mango. So thanks to Phil Wall and Elizabeth Ann with Kill Me Crazy. We're going to be right back, y'all, and play some more music from Bumping the Mango. Michael Litton, the last DJ here. 
DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services, such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, highlighting where we are right now. DRS Atlanta Studios, Wahid Gomes, the owner, hosting us here in this beautiful setting. Very comfortable for us. And again, drinking some cool stuff from uh, Phil Walk. Kill me crazy. Two locations, one in Alpharetta, 50 Canton Street, right by my, uh, what did I say? My stir fry. <laughs> so we got a little bit of an idea of how you got your background, which I thought was totally cool. Ian, you're Coney Island boy. Yeah. You're classically trained. How about your, yeah. um, you know, mentors, roots? I mean, how did you come to music? Um, I've been singing since I'm a little kid. Um, you know, Literally out of the womb? Kind literally. Of thing? I mean, like my mom would go to the grocery store and I'd I'd run outside the front of the grocery store and be singing out there. And she'd, she'd like wondering where I'm at. And then she'd come outside and people are coming by and like throwing money at me. It's really kind of funny. Wait, as a young kid. <laughs> as a little kid. Now, but it, were your parents? Were your, who, how did that? Um, so my mom can sing. My dad is a singer as well. I mean, nobody, ever, nobody ever followed, no, nobody ever pursued that career. So were they singing um, in the house? I mean, were they singing uh, when you were in the womb? You know, how people yeah. nowadays they play music for the kids. Well, actually, so on my grand, on my mom's side, my grandmother and my grandfather also sang. Yeah. Um, but no, they weren't, they weren't singing. I was, my parents were divorced when I was two. So, wow. um, uh, I didn't really get to have a lot of that, but yeah. when I visit my father, we would sing together. He'd put the jukebox on and we'd yeah. do some old, you know, doo-wop stuff together and so that was a lot of fun yeah. um but yeah i mean that was that was kind of the thing i've always been singing and then i went to school for music i got a degree in music yeah um and i actually worked with someone in in my college and we wrote songs together and he ended up moving here to atlanta and i figured well once i graduate i'll come meet him and work with him so yeah. i moved here and he ended up leaving within oh, like six months. Going see back. you, Ian. Yeah. Nice hey, having you here. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye. Went back to New York. Nice friend. Yeah, right. Went back to New York. Back to New York. He just went back and started doing producing. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to try this out here. And yeah. I actually ran into a friend of mine who I went to college with also who was a comedian, but he was going to school at Life College here. Okay, sure. And he said he was putting Chiropractic. He was, yeah, chiropractic, chiropractic, yeah. Yep. He was put on a show um, at Life College comedy slash music and he yeah. had this band he's like i need a lead singer i'm like dude perfect he's yeah. like i've always wanted to work with you i said great yeah. let's do it so i met this group of guys yeah. and we did this show and one of the guys his name is paul garrett who is the trumpet player yeah uh, and he's Bumble your arranger right correct yeah and so he was in this band it was called straight up and we ended up they asked me to be a part of this band and we started doing corporate parties and yeah. weddings and doing that whole thing yeah and we were together for like nine years and that's kind of how I developed my stage thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, from the beginning, I was sitting there with a book of lyrics in front of me and just reading lyrics and singing, yeah. you know? But then eventually, I became a performer. And, yeah. Um, so then we we split up and we went different ways and we had different bands. And then um, Paul got in touch with me and said, hey, um, I've got this band and I really need a singer and yeah. love you to do it. And it's funk and soul. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And he showed me all this music. It was a bunch of Tower of Power music. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? 
Yeah. And I, I really, Did you know Tower of Power? I knew back? of them. I yeah. wasn't super familiar, right, but I knew right. of them. But now when I, when I heard it, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. And so um, I, I said, let's do it. And I did yeah. the one show. And then after the show, I said to him, hey, um, when are you guys rehearsing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that was the end of He's like, hook, hook line, and singer. Yeah, man. he, he had, had you. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's just grown from there. And we just, the the keyboard player, the old keyboard player, who was no longer with us, unfortunately, but yeah. him and I, we really connected uh, musically and we started writing together. And uh, so we wrote a few originals and yeah. actually continued to write a bunch even after the EP yeah. came out. And um, all these on that we're featuring today so are... A couple oh. of them are me and and uh, uh, Tony Giordano is his name. Yeah. Me and his songs. Yeah. Um, one With You Here I'm Found, the one we heard first, that's yeah. Gary Paolo wrote that song. Okay. I actually did write the bridge part in there, okay. but he wrote the whole song mostly. Um, and and then, then how about Play Your Fingers to the Bone, which we want to tee up next? Yeah, that's and, my song and, and nice. Tony. Yeah, we wrote that together. What do you, what do you think, Wahi? Can we play a little of Play Your Fingers to the Bone? And then we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about that. I got to talk about <laughs> a little Tower of Power, man. One of yes, my favorites. Sir. <laughs> the last DJ just having a fascinating, totally fun conversation with Emily Selleck and uh, Ian. <laughs> Ian, Ian Michael Brew. I'm so flustered. I think, and there's no, no alcohol. In there's this, no alcohol in that. No, in this paradise. Think, right? No, I don't. Uh, Elizabeth Ann, you didn't slip, slip anything in there. <laughs> so we were talking about your creative process a little bit offline. So talk a little yeah. bit about. You were talking about your gigs at Cafe 90 and how uh, this song and uh, one of the others we're going to play 
came about. Yeah, so Cafe 290, we just played last night. We used to play there every second and fourth Monday, which is a place in, uh, Ros actually, it's Russell Roswell Road in Sandy, Sandy Springs. Sandy Springs, yeah. Right. And, uh, Iconic. I mean, yeah, been here yeah, it's been there forever. 30, yeah. 35 Since years, I something like that. Here, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Joe Granson plays there on yeah. the opposite Monday nights. Yeah, Big yeah, band. yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we, um, we do this thing and Tom Gibson is our trombone player. So he yep. kind of initiated it the very first time we started doing it. Like, hey, we should do some haikus. Have the people write down some haikus for us and, and tell people like me, who I didn't know what it was. What is a so haiku? A haiku is an ancient form of poetry. It's, okay. and it's, um, version that we do is three lines of poetry and it has to be syllables are important. So five syllables for the first line, okay. seven syllables for the second line and five syllables for the third line. Okay. So how I would explain it to everybody. So, you know, yeah. bumping the mango, that's five syllables. Okay. Barbecue potato. Potato chips, that's seven. Oh. Cafe 290, that's five. There's a haiku right there for you. Oh. Right? Oh, look at that. Boom. And then but, so the audience comes up with the haikus. So, right, we have them just write down whatever they want on a piece of paper or a yeah. napkin or whatever and on their phone or whatever to send it up. Yeah. And then when we, we'll do like three or four songs and then we'll go to a haiku session. So yeah. the, the the horn section will step off, the rhythm section starts playing, whatever's on their mind. Yeah. Just start up with just a random music and then they'll set up the haikus and I'll start reading them and then melodies will just come to me and I'll just sing the haikus back to them and what ended up happening is that we would start recording this because we were coming up with some really cool stuff oh, and that. um and so you're not giving the audience any credit any royalties <laughs> Genius. Don't tell anybody. Hey, for all you Brilliant. out there in the audience, you can call me up, Michael Litton, agent. <laughs> right. If your haiku got ripped off, yes, right. One eight hundred. The whole thing is they could be they get to be a part of that process yeah, anyway, yeah. right? So, How fun! But yeah. it's so How much fun. fun. We and this last with... one, play your fingers to the bone. Yeah, was born out of yes. a haiku. Yeah. Yeah, that I was a really that. cool jam that we did during a haiku, and so that. me and Tony Giordano, the old keyboard player, yeah. we would go, we would go to his house and just start working on it and yeah. uh, develop it. Yeah. And uh, he was fantastic with writing horn parts as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we came up with all this stuff, and uh -huh. it was it was great. And there's a couple of them on the CD. Yeah, and we're gonna play we're gonna play one at the yeah. very end. Yeah, cold, but it's cold drink. it's Which, it's a lot of fun the haiku process because yeah. you know everybody you know sends up whatever's on the mind. I mean, sometimes they're silly, but you sometimes get, they're just. Really, um, really clever and yeah. really spiritual. And I just tell people, just just make whatever's on your mind, just say it, you know? We had a first-of-a-kind music festival here in Roswell in June. And Waheed and I attended at uh, Gypsy Rose, which is a venue. Love to right see you guys. Roswell, yeah, yeah, right yeah. in Roswell. I, mm -hmm. I think it would be a venue that could accommodate you guys for yeah. sure. Um, and Claire Pearson with the Ormwoods uh, mm. led a song slam. And she gave, kind of along the same line, she gave the 10 participants... Uh, an idea or three ideas, three themes, like mm -hmm. one would be big but, but uh, or something like that. And one's Facebook relationship. Mm -hmm. And then from Wednesday to when they performed it on Saturday morning in front of a live audience, mm -hmm. they had to create a song and they mm -hmm. had to have performed it for the first time. They couldn't have tested it in front of an audience until they performed it at, in this case, Gypsy Rose. And then the audience ranked them. And then oh. they gave an award to the top three, which oh, was cool. kind of a c cool process. Like Same that. sort of thing. Right. And we were talking cool. about, you know, I don't know whether you guys um, have re read uh, Artist's Way by Julian Cameron. I have, actually. But she talks about morning pages mm -hmm. right. where, you know, you sit down in the morning and you have 15 minutes. No one's going to look at it. There's no spell check. doesn't matter what you put. And that becomes Stream your next play, yeah. Yeah. Right. your next song, your next uh, movie, whatever it might be. That's cool, yeah. But this haiku process, I, I love. Yeah, it did. It wasn't, it was just for fun to, to yeah. kind of get the audience involved, involved because sure. I love 
audience yeah, participation. Yeah. And yeah. so, but it ended up turning into that whole thing. And yeah. that's, I mean, Bumpin' the Mango was formed not necessarily to be an original band. It was just to kind of all, everybody in the band plays in other bands and right, do the corporate right. party stuff. Yeah. We wanted to do the music we wanted to do. And this kind of stuff is what ended up happening from it. So we play cover stuff, yeah. Tower of Power, yeah. Open of Fire, Stevie Wonder, Chicago, Total. But then, you know, all horn music, yeah. Blood, Sweat, and Tears. But then we decided, you know, this original thing is really yeah. awesome and we want to keep going with that. So that's kind of well, where... Well, I got a, a bump in the mango. How'd that... <laughs> I'm sure you've been asked... A million like, dollar question, yes. Well, I'm sure, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. Please, so, Michael, don't ask me that lame question. Can't you come up with something more original? Man, and I'll tell you what, man, I've, I really haven't put enough thought into it because I really need to come up with a really good story for it's this. It's a haiku. Because, it, yeah, right, right. Five syllables. Five I got syllables. that, Ian, I got that. That's right. <laughs> Um, but honestly, um, I was, um, I came into the band later, yeah. like after it started, I think it started maybe, you know, four or five months before I got yeah. involved and the guys were just having a rehearsal and actually Tony was singing lead for a little while yeah. and they were just having a rehearsal and I think they were just in some kind of a, <laughs> a drunken stupor. <laughs> People were just throwing out names out there and, <laughs> and say, Hey man, what about bumping the mango? Yeah. And it just kind of happened. And I mean, I really need a better story than that. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's really lame, but... <laughs> well, on that <laughs> note, Ian, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll, exactly. let you, we'll let you think about we'll a better story. <laughs> we'll come up with a haiku while we're on break. And I believe this is, a, this is a, a break near and dear to my heart, I think. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The Foundation for Premature Infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants' Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. We are back on Ride the Vibe, Michael Litton, the last DJ. And that was, uh, that was a little uh, uh, promo that's near and dear to my heart, Foundation for Premature Infants. And for the month of September, we partnered with Your CBD Store, which is a franchise. We've got one here in Roswell. So your CBD, the CBD oil is not the uh, part of the marijuana plant that musicians like to partake in, <laughs> partake in or the fabric, the brilliant fabric plant, but it's the medicinal part. And um, they partnered with us and they, they were donate, are donating a percentage of their revenue for the month of September to the foundation. And then we're going to give money to St. Mary's NICU, Neonatal Intensive Care Unit, which is where Rachel Arrington had uh, two twin grandsons born. So very cool. Thanks, Rachel, for that. Appreciate that. And right before break, we were talking about how uh, Bumpin' the Mango came about in the name. And uh, we're going to let Emily come up with a better... Oh, no. right. A better story, because Ian's was lame. <laughs> Great, thanks, yes. No, I told Ian no, no gotcha questions. Right. So, right. so you the guys logo are, was better than the Yeah, name, the logo's awesome. Take a, yeah, he's got his uh, shirt on. It's very uh, kind of uh, sort of deadish, I think, a little bit. Right. right? Uh, yeah, or, uh, rainbow of colors. Fish or in a mango. You know, some of that uh, right, right. jam band sort of. Yeah. Psychedelic. Yeah. Psychedelic. I love yeah. it. Right, in my, right up my alley. <laughs> and he promised to get me a sticker for my car. So Yeah, I'm going to get gonna, that I'm going to hold, sure. hold him. By the way, just to, to, to make credit to, where credit to um, the drummer's wife, Mary, is ah. the one who came up with this logo. Okay. That's awesome. Cool. So she it. was awesome. We were like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we got to have that. that yeah, I love it. So. Very cool. And you guys are going to be at Music on the Hill. 
next Friday the 11th, right here in Roswell, Georgia. So all you Roswellians, come out, get a, bring a beverage of your choice, your blanket, your, and it's the last one of the season, y'all, so you don't want to miss it. And mm -hmm. they will rock the trees. <laughs> it's a sacred environment. And at one time, you guys wouldn't know, but uh, there was a group in Roswell that wanted to cut these trees down and put in a city green. Well, we can Ooh. already have a city green. Right. It's called trees. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. that didn't happen. And so now we're activating the space with brilliant music and we're totally looking forward to seeing you guys. Thank so you. what about uh, hearing a little drop in the bucket? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, sure. Wouldn't That's it? actually um, Frank Lisco wrote that song. He's our guitar player. Nice. So, yeah. That... Let's give Frank a little shout out. And yeah. uh, hear, Wade, what do you think? A little uh, drop in the bucket? by Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play. And in this case, playing some funk, some bumping the mango and uh, talking a little bit offline of where they're going to be, or I should say where they're not going to be because these guys are everywhere. <laughs> so I'll let Emily talk a little bit. Uh, you, you guys play at Adele's? We did. Uh, just right in Roswell. We played at Adele's in Roswell, yes. It was and that's just the two, y'all. That's two back road to Brooklyn. Yep. And uh, how much fun is that? So uh, we love it. I mean, we've played there. We played at Ponco Midtown, Ponco okay. Chicken. Yeah. Um, it's great because some of these restaurants are so small. Yeah. So like they wouldn't hold a yeah. band like <laughs> Bumpin' the Mango, <laughs> yeah. right? So, but right. we get to do our little duo. Yeah. We use tracks and yeah. people just have a great time. Yeah. We really enjoy it too. Now, yeah. what? Uh, how's the how's the song selection compared to Bumpin' the Bang Mango? I mean, I feel like we kind of just do a lot of crowd pleasers especially because people will come up. We we welcome uh, 
you know, requests, requests is that dangerous? suggestions. Is that oh, absolutely. But because people <laughs> go, hey, play Freebird, and you're going, eh, that's not really our, our repertoire. Right. right. But like with <laughs> yeah. the amount of music that we both do and have yeah. done in the past, yeah. um, it's really fun to get to try to appease people. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like we do a pretty good job. Like yeah. one one customer actually came up and we're like, we're like, you guys are so versatile. It's yeah. amazing. Because we went, I think we went from like a country song to a yeah. hard rock song to 70s disco. I mean, anything really. We play right. a lot of stuff. So, Well, who were your... Who did you listen to when you were? Oh, gosh. I mean, I actually, I was kind of an old soul. I liked yeah. old 60s soul, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I got older, I discovered Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Um, just those soulful women. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that sound. Nice. So, yeah. And then Ian, yeah. How, about, how about you when you were? I was a disco kid. Were you? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I love I that disco stuff. Coney Island. I mean, kind of that's... Yeah. But also, I <laughs> so guess... So you were Saturday Night Fever sort of... Yeah, I, I love Did the, you have the big, the pe- uh, the bell bottoms and the um, platform shoes? No. I was you didn't just, go quite that far. didn't go that far. <laughs> just just after that whole scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, I Unfortunately, my the, the main part of my childhood was in the 80s and I yeah. had the Velcro pants. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah. big, colorful Velcro yeah, yeah. pants, those terrible I've seen things. pictures. You have, oh, oh yeah. yeah. You might it's not have been so attracted Strong to the choice. boy. You'd have been going, he's got a great voice, but those Velcro pants. Yeah. <laughs> you look not, better now, baby. Not Thank so much. <laughs> Thank you, baby. I'm so, glad. So I'm Tower of Power was, uh, I, I was telling you guys offline, I was living out in San Francisco, blessed uh, in the 60s, late 60s. And uh, Tower of Power, I mean, it was. Uh, oh, yeah. But it was a band that I listened to a lot after uh, getting into college. What do you guys play? Which down to the nightclub? Well, what so is hip? So we got mm-hmm. down to the nightclub. Yeah. What is hip? Yeah. Soul yeah. vaccination. Yeah. Funkifies. Oh my gosh! Um, you're still a young man. Yeah, classic. Um, so very hard to go. Yeah. Um, we just um, started doing um, their version of Me and Mrs. Jones. Oh no way! Um, but yeah, just all we do a lot of their stuff. Yeah. And you guys might not know this because you're you're young, but uh, they were uh, at concert for Bangladesh, a, po- a portion of Tower of Power. Oh, George Harrison's that, that. Uh, was in Madison Square Gardens. Oh, cool! The, the first really fundraiser, uh, right? Concert fundraiser, and they had to do it on a Sunday because Madison Square Gardens was booked. Sure, they did two shows on Sunday, right. and Harrison cool. pulled that off. But Tower of Power was there. Yeah, and then you that. do some Earth, Wind, and Fire. Another yeah. one of my favorites. Oh yeah, got to get you into my life. Yeah, um, September yeah. Shining Star. Shining Star. Yeah, we got a bunch of those too. Played that album, Gratitude to Death, in college. I love the opening. Earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> Nailed it. You know, just classic. Yeah. And then the the, the quintessential, uh, I think one of the all-time best songs, Reasons, off oh, that man. album yeah. with uh, Philip Bailey and mm-hmm. uh, Don um, Wayrick yes. playing horns and Philip Bailey going, he plays so beautiful, don't you agree? <laughs> yes. Classic stuff. I love that song. That's yeah. a great one. Yeah, we um we do a lot of uh, Doobie Brothers, yeah, and Blood, Sweat, and Tears, all, with the, all the, the horn stuff. Horns. You know, it's so much fun. Yeah, such good stuff. And then blues. Do you do any? Do you any mostly all funk? Yeah, you know, funk and soul mostly. Yeah. You know, a bunch of Stevie Wonder stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love we stick with Stevie all that. Wonder. Yeah, very good. It's, so, it's, gonna be a great. They don't, you don't want to miss it. Next Friday so, in Roswell for all you Roswellians, you got to be there. And then you're going to be at a couple other gigs, and you were talking about. So offline. yeah, bumping the mangoes will be at uh, the Candler Park Festival October sixth yep. this Sunday. Yeah, um, closing the show down from eight to nine. Nice. Um, but uh, before that, Emily and I will be doing Backroad to Brooklyn at Bobby G's. Okay. On Friday night, um, 
That's uh, up in October Alpharetta. 4th in Alpharetta. Yep. And that's from 7 to 10. Yeah. And then uh, the following Friday is Music it's on the Hill, Hill, October yep. 11th. And then yep. the following Friday after that, uh, oh no, two weeks after that, I'm sorry, um, we're going to be doing uh, Jimmy's Tequila in Doraville it's at um, October 25th. I love it. So I, I think that's it. like 9 to 12, three-hour cool. show. So yeah, um, we're keeping busy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. And uh, just having fun. And having fun and Making blessed. good music. You guys were talking about it, uh, how both of you feel so blessed. And, you know, is that oh, yeah. is that a takeaway you'd share with aspiring, you know, up-and-coming yeah. music? Because it's hard. It's hard to make a living. hard to make a go of it. And I picked up from both y'all that you just are so appreciative of being able to do what you love, mm-hmm. do it with the one you love, <laughs> yep. and then get paid for right. Doing, yeah. I mean, it's just like mana from heaven kind that, of thing. There's no comparison to just getting to to, to do what you love and yeah. to have the. For me, for me specifically, just the reaction that I get from the people when yeah. I see the joy on their face. Yeah. For me, just doing what God gave me. Yeah. I'm just I'm in heaven. I'm yeah. grateful for all that. And then to meet someone who has that same ability and uh, love and passion for music, and yeah. to be able to share that with her and to do right. it together. That was just like the cherry on top for me, I yeah. feel like, because I wake up every day and I'm like, I get paid to sing. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is crazy. I never thought yeah. I would say you that. Pinch but yourself. Right. I'm like, is this real? Am I dreaming? Yeah. Um, yeah, it is, it's a lot of hard work, but it's been so together rewarding. together how long? The two of you? Just over a year now. Just celebrated wow. a year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank and I mean, you. this, this, I mean, this is, we just started doing the Back Road to Brooklyn thing. I don't know, five months ago, maybe yeah. so the first time we played at Velvet the Note. The Velvet Note, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's another Hopped place in, uh, in Al- Alpharetta. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Tamara's. Tamara's place, yeah. We played cool there. Place. Um, we had a, a you know four piece band and yeah. the two of us. Yeah, right. And we got to do music we want to do, and that was a lot of fun. Gives well, you so much more flexibility. We were talking about it. Yeah, mean, ten piece band hard to fit into Adele's or. But then with Back Road to Brooklyn, we can kind of have any configuration sure. we want, sure. really, depending on what the client wants. Yeah. Or you yeah. know, we're flexible, right. so yeah. we're looking to do more parties in the future like yeah. that, and just. Absolutely. See what they're looking for. I love yeah. it. I love it. And the variety of music that we can do, like she said earlier, we just have so much different music that we can do that yeah. people can request anything. It'll be like, oh, okay, we got that. Yeah. Because, I mean, she's... Or you can always do a haiku session and come up with a new song. <laughs> That's true. Right. That's true. That's just write down your haikus and we'll come up with something we'll for up. you. Well, I think we ought to hear uh, Shooting from the Hip. What do you guys yeah, think? Let's, let's yeah, let's... We should do that. Yeah, what yeah. do you think? And, we'll, and uh, so we're going to hear a little Shooting from the Hip. Again, this is a CD listening party. We hope you all are sitting back in the comfort of your an environment you're choosing, even if it's out on a raft on the river, having a beverage of your choice. In the studio, we're featuring some killer Kale Me Crazy stuff. Listen to some great music and hoping that you will go out and download, buy or whatever, and then go out and see these cats. Cause it's, it's, you know, it's tough to make a living in the music world and, uh, they're doing what they love. So come out and support that. Let's hear a little shooting from the hip. Well, I hate if we could.
Listen, I wanna rent. And that's why I say, I gotta be my running mate, yeah. You were back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, shooting from the hip. No, I'm not shooting from the hip, but Bumpin' the Mango was shooting from the hip. (laughs) I'm playing what I want to play, which is Bumpin' the Mango here in the studio. DRS Atlanta. Just too cool. And uh, we've been talking about all different sorts of things. But the, most recently, we were talking about the versatility of Back Road to Brooklyn and how that band can be configured from just two, just the two of y'all up to four. It's kind of scalable right. yep. for the venue, for the client, et cetera. Sure. Which I think is really neat. And then the variety of the music you all play. Um, it begs the question, what projects are you working on? If you, if you uh, want to spill the beans on any future <laughs> projects, because I'm guessing it probably is going to have something to do with the two of you, maybe? I'm, I'm just, I told you no gotcha questions. Right. So I see yeah. Ian's giving me a look. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we have all sorts of ideas. Yeah. Um, I think definitely, I love being in a studio. Yeah. Uh, probably more than anything, I love oh, recording. Yeah. Um, but Now, do you well, have we, your own works or your own work recorded, Emily? Or I no? have some recordings, but I don't have like an EP yeah, finished okay. yet. Yeah. Yet. It's going to happen. And what, the, um, what ca- I, I, I'm a little confused. I'm going to show my ignorance. What categorizes an EP? How many songs do you have to have to call it an e- Is there a number? I don't or, know if it's supposed to be, but it's usually like five, right? Yeah, five is a good number. Four okay. or five, I yeah. think, is a okay. good number for an Anything EP. less, you really can't. Yeah. You yeah. put them out as singles. Singles, yeah. Huh, mm-hmm. right? Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. But when you say, uh, you know, ask what we're working on. I mean, yeah. you know, we've talked about possibly doing some kind of like a Christmas CD. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, um, you know, there's lots of music, again, that we love to do and yeah. we don't get to do necessarily yeah. with Backwater Brooklyn or with Bumpin' the Mango. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, you and, wouldn't show up at Music on the Hill next Friday and play any Christmas music. Right. Yeah. Be, uh, <laughs> Halloween music, maybe. <laughs> right, right. Thriller. Yeah. yeah, thriller for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> The oh, okay. yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we 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 have definitely some ideas. We do this um, carpool karaoke thing that we <laughs> we do a lot. Um, we'll be driving somewhere on a gig or whatever, yeah. and we'll just come up with a song that we want to do. We do a little snippet of it, and we record it, video it, and we put yeah, it on Facebook. Yeah, we did one, and people just loved it, so, so we, we kept going with kept it. Doing and you call it carpool? Carpool karaoke. Because you're actually doing it yeah. in the in car? The car. Right. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, so you're taking no texting and driving to another level. <laughs> right. Okay, so I run the okay, camera. Okay. Yeah, it's very safe. Wear good. seatbelts. Oh, right. Safety okay. first. Okay, kids. good. Safety first. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Where I was go- That's where I was going with this, Emily. Two and he's got to just know the lyrics okay. Okay. by oh, heart so he because just... he doesn't get to look at anything. Okay, gotcha. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Oh. That's right. <laughs> I love it. So right. you got haiku and carry, uh, carpool karaoke. It's very creative. Now, at the Music on the Hill event, that will. I don't want to say just, but that'll be bumping the mango sands 
Emily, you don't jump in with no, the I mean, <clears throat> I do one song with him oh, so you far. Do? Okay, all right. Unless it's a Christmas, then I do another song. Okay. But no, um, yeah, she's, so I've, she's I've gotten up with, a with him a couple well, times. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm going to request that you you get up on stage at Music on the Hill. Is, okay. that, is that too forward of me? Not at all. We can make it happen. Because I, mean, I am yeah. the last DJ. I can say what I want. He gets Listen, to play what he wants. He gets to Yeah, right. exactly. So we'll I'm making that request. And I think Tom Liddell would be cool with that. I think he'd be all right And thank you, Tom Liddell, for introducing me to Ian Michael Brew. That's how, you know, Tom uh, hooked me up with all the acts that were performing yeah. there. And, and you were gracious enough to respond yeah. and, and uh, accept the invitation to come on Ride the Vibe. Yeah, it's so a pleasure, it. man. This well, I think we got to hear, uh, we're, we're flying, the time is flying by. <laughs> but I think we need to hear a little cold drink. Lit in the last DJ screwing up left and right here, but that was cold drink, and yeah. that was co-written. Talk so, a little bit about that. So Ian. me and Tony Giordano wrote that song yeah. again. That came out of a haiku session yeah. that we had there at Cafe Two Ninety. And as a matter of fact, the song itself ended up being about Cafe Two Ninety. Yeah, mm-hmm. our experience there because um, you know, first of all, the, the haiku that was written, the, the last line of it was, "I need a cold drink." drink. That's yeah. five syllables. Yeah. So that's how that came about. But uh, the the whole thing we just thought about, we love playing it. We played there for like six years, yeah. every second and fourth Monday. Great venue. Such Great a, venue. It was a really cool vibe in there. Yeah. It's a you know little jazzy, hole-in-the-wall yep. kind of place, and yep. it's just awesome. Yeah. And it's real intimate, too. Yeah. So, um, But, yeah, we, we wrote that song about it. So the, the, the chorus says, cold drink shots. Yeah. They would send us up shots. <laughs> Constantly throughout the night. Oh my gosh! How does so, that affect your singing? You're playing. Well, you know, 
To be honest with you, I was the one. I would abstain until the end of the night. Yeah, I'd say, okay, yeah. thank you very much. Cheers. Put that right to the side. I got to yeah, keep singing because right. the alcohol drives me out. I can't. Yeah, I would but, think. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, <laughs> but it was great though. So that's kind of what inspired. I mean, we, you know, the bartender who's there all the time with us, her name yeah. is in the song. Yeah. Um, I mentioned John Scatina who owns yep. the club and mentioned yeah. his name in there because he lines them up for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you yeah. weave it all in. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was great. It's a lot of fun. That's one of my favorite songs actually yeah. on our EP for EP. sure. I love that. So go out and buy the self titled. Bumping the Mango EP, or I don't know, do people probably aren't even buying these anymore, but download. They can download it. Yeah. Um, and they can get it off your off our website. website. Yeah. Or on the usual Spotify's, iTunes, iTunes. all yeah. the usual all suspects. That. That's right. We Absolutely. are, I mean, this time is just flying by, or has flown by, rather, and get my my tense right. But as we kind of wrap up, talk, you, you know, as I'm doing the research for the show and reading the bios and researching, et cetera, the cat's playing in your band. I mean, you got a Grammy winner? Yes. With the Derek Trucks band? Or play, Paul Garrett. Paul yeah. Garrett performing mm -hmm. with Derek Trucks mm -hmm. on their uh, 2010 release mm -hmm. that won Grammy for Best New Contemporary Blues uh, yeah, like Music. That. I mean, just crazy <laughs> stuff. So just kind of give a shout out, if you would, to the, the different cats playing with you. And yeah. maybe we'll highlight some of their, you know, their... Uh, um, Kevin Lyons, to start off with him, he's yeah. one of the trumpet players. He um, does a lot of um, orchestral stuff. Um, with symphonies all over the country, as a yeah. matter of fact. Yeah. Paul Garrett, like you just mentioned, he's a trumpet player as well and yeah. won that Grammy. Tom Gibson, he's got a doctorate in music, um, and he teaches at Kennesaw, Kennesaw. State, and he also yeah. um, conducts here and there and does a lot of different things, so yeah. he's he's super talented. So trombone, and then uh, tenor sax player, Sam Skelton. Um, yeah. People know him around town. I mean, he's like been crazy. doing it a long time. Yeah. He's he's played with everybody. Another Kennesaw. Yeah, so you got Kennesaw. two Kennesaw. Yeah, right, And then right. I'm in Roswell, we got Carla Harris. Yeah. Brilliant, Carla Harris, and yep. then uh, Trey Wright, um, who, who performs with Laura Coyle. They were uh, just at Venkman's. He's another oh, okay. guy at uh, guitarist, but jazz yeah. guitarist, but uh, Kennesaw. I mean, that's just a hotbed. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Kennesaw seems to be right. I don't really, know. I mean, and really you know, you know some teachers from there, right? I think, yeah, yeah, I knew the dean at one point. Dean, yeah. right, right, right. Um, Gary Apollo, uh, Barry Sachs player, but also yeah. plays tenor and plays guitar and he um, writes and he also teaches yeah. in different middle schools and throughout uh, town. Yeah. Um, then we got Jeff Gill on the drums, um, super talented, plays with a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, uh, Jason Chapman is a bass player. He's actually the one who has his, he has his own studio. So wow. that's where we recorded Record. it, this sure. and his studio is called The Brickyard. Ah, nice. Um, that's, where is that? It's located? actually in Alpharetta right. as well. Yeah. So yeah, hit him up if you ever need to record anything because he's got a beautiful place that he yeah. built with his own hands from the oh ground up. Um, so he recorded that. He's a fantastic bass, bass player besides being a sound man as well and a recording engineer. Yeah. Um, Frank Lisco, the guitar player, um, he wrote Drop in the Bucket and he yeah. plays with a few different bands around town. Yeah. Incredibly talented. Also sings. So does Jason. Yeah. Um, and then Pat Strouser is our newest keyboard player and um, he he's plays with a bunch of different people too around town and he lives in Athens, and he's just super talented. Wow. So we, we've got— And everybody I mean, gets along, good we, Listen, man, it's crazy. Ten yeah. guys. Yeah. We all get along really great. We all respect each other and yeah. admire each other's abilities. And, and no we ego. have No ego whatsoever, yeah. which is incredibly hard to find. Yeah. I mean, I've been in bands, four or five people, that it's like you just Too cannot get egos. along. Yeah, right, and we right. just doesn't work. The great Quincy Jones line where they were doing We Are the World thing, and he goes, hey, man, you got to check your egos at the door. Right. Yep. Otherwise, it would have been disaster. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, it's funny that you that mentioned video. that. I saw that. It had some... Uh, Bob Dylan looking uh, yeah. confused. <laughs> That's some outtakes from those videos yeah, okay. that was hysterical. <laughs> oh, goodness. But well, um, we are, we are yeah. almost out of time here. So, parting thoughts, and I'm a, I'll start with, with Emily. 
you know, advice, words of wisdom. And also I want to go back to where you are going to be teaching vocalists. So I want to circle back to that and then we'll come over to Ian for his final thoughts. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start teaching at Music and Arts yeah. in Johns Creek, which yeah. is one of the biggest locations or the biggest in the region, I believe. Yeah. Um, I'll be there on Thursdays. Nice. As far as I know. Yeah. So far, um, but Vocal, I'm in the doing, doing private voice vocals. lessons. Yeah, correct. I typically teach like middle school, high school age, yeah. but open to adults as well. Wow. Um, love it. But yeah, I mean, what if I, what what would you tell those kids? Well, anybody? What, what would you tell them? Just circling back, like what we talked about earlier, music is hard, yeah. no doubt about it. But it is the most rewarding thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have it any other Follow way. Follow your heart. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you have a passion, do what you love. Right. Um, I mean, I might get in trouble for saying this, but my yeah. mom always told me, she's like, don't have a plan B. Like you have a plan A and go for it. Oh, um, and it was, I mean, she's a writer. Yeah. She has a book out that has done really well. The Pecan yeah. Man is what oh, it's called. And um, it actually just got optioned for a movie deal oh, recently. No so yeah, I mean, and she's actually getting her master's now. She waited until her kids were gone. She yeah. was an empty nester and yeah. she finished up her degree. So I guess just all that to say, like never stop. Dreaming. Better late it's than better never. Better late than yeah. never, and it's never that. too late. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Keep right. doing what you love. Good. So all you aspiring vocalists, go check Emily out. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so Fine. much, Emily, for coming in. Ian, Thank you so much. Yeah. Parting thoughts, comments? Um, yeah, just I'm just really grateful to be able to do this thing called music yeah. for a living. And and um, if you have a passion about anything, whatever it may be, just go for Follow it and it. And, yeah. and don't second guess it. Have fun. And, yeah. and bump and, that mango. And, and bump that bump mango, mango for sure. Always. Yeah. And uh, check us out online. You know, yeah. we have a Facebook page, Bump of the Mango. We're yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and see where we're going to be. Our calendars are all up on our website. If yeah. you want to check it out, get, get our merchandise and yeah. our CD from there. Back Road to Brooklyn, Emily and I, you know, we'll be doing a bunch of things and yeah. hopefully coming up with some more music. Um, and for, stay tuned. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe some uh, EP or something. Some, single. Some, some, we're working yeah, on yeah, it. Gonna, All right. I'm trying to tease it out of you, but. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, that's good. <laughs> You're lucky because we're out of time. Uh, perfect. Ta-da. <laughs> well, just been a gas bumping the mango. And y'all, for all of you in Roswell, make sure you check out Music on the Hill, Friday, October 11th, 7 to 9. And, and bring your beverages and bump some mango. It's going to be a ton of fun. We'll see you there. We're out of here. Michael Litton, the last DJ on Ride the Vibe.